22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. I don't know what to say except <laughs> I wish the audience knew what was going on. What's up, everybody? Oh, hope everybody's enjoying their August. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 135. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me, as always, is the man who is so particular about things. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. <laughs> yes, I've, it's wise not to finish that. Uh, Oxygen-rich atmosphere, giant testicle monsters, let's keep the party going. Oh my god. <laughs> giant testicle monsters, fantastic. What a way to start start your Monday. And also joining us is the man who's so laid back, Archie Square, we're off the tech. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try, but is there a maybe? <laughs> hmm. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, so today we're going to be reviewing the newest edition of the DC Animated Library, Batman Hush. I'm already going to shout out um, South Carolina because she always says, you guys dog DC, blah, 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 blah. Well, wait till you hear this one. (laughs) (laughs) But first, if words were alcohol and you listened to Mike, you'd be fucked up. But... He does have some news that you'll need to succeed in life as a full-fledged geek. So let's allow him to intoxicate us with his quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. If only you knew how sad things were here at the recording studio today. (laughs) (laughs) But but you never will, unfortunately. (laughs) Anyway... After the intro that I had to hear that you didn't, this is only I could be welcoming death. Oh, God. More death. More exactly. death. Exactly. All righty. After more than six decades in the comics industry, veteran Ernie Colon passed away at his home. The uh, Puerto Rican artist was born July 31st, 1931. He worked as an artist, penciler, letterer, inker, and even editor during his long career. Cologne began work at Harvey Comics on books such as Casper the Friendly Ghost and Richie Rich. He drew old key, um, I'm sorry, key comic uh, staples, Dr. Solar, Man of the Atom, in 1969 before moving to Warren Publishing for Vampirilla and anthology series uh, Creepy and Eerie. He adapted Battlestar Galactica in 1979 for Marvel, then headed to DC where, among other titles, he co-created Amethyst, Princess of Gemworld. Uh, During his stint at DC, Cologne served as editor for The Flash, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and others. Returning to Marvel in the late 80s, Cologne collaborated with Dwayne McDuffie to create Damage Control. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, and in 2000, uh, his work moved to nonfiction comic book titles such as a graphic novel adaptation of the 9-11 Commission Report and a graphic novel adaptation of the Warren Commission Report's investigation into the assassination of uh, President John F. Kennedy. On what? Thursday, August 8th, yeah. On Thursday, August 8th, Cologne lost his uh, lengthy battle with cancer. Ernie Cologne was 88. Wow, wow. Well, yeah. Shout out to Ernie Cologne. I mean, I mean, um, rest in peace. That That's an a, a interesting, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, you know, uh, 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 you know, somebody's work. Oh, what do they call it? What's yeah. that? Um, body of work. Sorry. Career? What? An interesting career? No, I was I was looking for body of work. Uh-huh. Because how about, it, it, how about oeuvre? <laughs> oh, Mike, with his, with his vocabulary. You know, we should get high school kids to listen just so that they can get better in SAT scores. But then they'd add a fucking a shit there and that would be done. It all depends on which of us they were listening to, though. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. By the way, um, wow, you said the, com- um, the commission reports for 9-11 and the 
I mean, the commission reports. The what was the the nine eleven? What was that? It was the nine eleven commission report. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was right. Okay. Yeah, and then the graphic novel of the Warren Commission reports uh, investigation into the death of John Robert F. Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, Robert F. Kennedy. I'm sorry, it's John F. Kennedy. John, because I was right, John F. Kennedy. That is crazy. That that is an amazing, yeah. like I said, it's an amazing body of work. Especially when people say, "Oh yeah, well, somebody's doing dealing with funny books." I'm glad he made such a great career. And as a fellow Puerto Rican, I tip my hat to him. Yeah, exactly. What else, what else you got there, Mike? You don't, you don't have right. a hat on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No more death, for goodness sakes. All right. Thank you. Uh, but now, yeah. If a doughy orange man with morals far below those of mortal men can have a Twitter page, so can the Man of Steel. <laughs> uh, on his recently created Twitter account, DC Superman jumped into the conversation of immigration. The son of Krypton replayed his 1960 PSA, Lend a Friendly Hand, which taught American youth a lesson in compassion and tolerance for refugees fleeing their homelands. Although, although the message is nearly 60 years old, it still rings true in today's headlines to remind the country of the truth and justice Earth's mightiest adopted son has been fighting for. Wow. Wow. Um, that, that, that's incredible. And especially coming from D.C., we always joke around and saying D.C. is, you know, has issues with, race, with colors other than white. <laughs> so, so it's good to hear that, you know, that they put this out there. And especially if you're saying it's something that wasn't just created, it was made 60 years ago. Yeah. Wow. That's well, I'm sure at some point, though, like Superman reading this now, he put his Twitter. He's like, wait, the people they're trying to keep out are brown? Oh, hold on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought man. these were some Polish folks they were trying to keep out. Damn. <laughs> no, well, it's actually it's good that they're putting something out there. That's fantastic. And, and mind you, I don't want to get too political on this podcast. I would never want to. But it's, I mean, when we're talking about human rights and, 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 and treating people like human beings, you know, I'm glad that somebody's standing up and not just standing idly by and saying, oh, well, you know, we didn't we didn't condo- you know, we didn't condone it. Yeah, we well, didn't say anything either. So I'm glad to hear exactly. somebody's taking a stand. What, exactly. Ralph, anything? He's just uh, sitting there so stoically. I agree. OK, nice. Thanks. What else you got there, Mike? <laughs> Good job. Still, still feeling the haterade, Fast and Furious co-star Tyrese Gibson is bitter about the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. Uh, in a tweet, Gibson said, quote, I have to show my respects for one thing. He tried. Folks called me a hater, attacked me for speaking out. Breaking up the family clearly doesn't have the value that one would assume it does. You know what? Maybe, just maybe, The Rock and the crew will come dance with us again for hashtag Fast 10. We care, uh, we, I'm sorry, we can all hang out and get back to uh, the true fans who have supported this franchise for 20 years, what they want. No hating, I'm just pointing out the facts, end quote. Now, in a response without naming Gibson, FNF co-star Michelle Rodriguez responded with, quote, I'm happy for Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham. Anytime an ethnic human leads the, char- uh, the charge in a franchise, I celebrate with joy. Petty's not my thing. Unity is everything, especially right now, end quote. The spinoff has apparently caused ripple effects, resulting in the delay of Fast and Furious 9. Yes, I, I've heard about that, and I didn't think that would get into the into the quick news. I mean, there's, ever since The Rock came on board and he had issues with Vin Diesel, and he, he supposedly had issues with the rest of the group, like, it, 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 they're starting to kind of, you know, there's kind of a lot of conflict with that. I didn't realize how yeah. much it was. And now hearing the, Tyrese, I mean, but Tyrese is also, he's also, a, he's a little bit off there already. <laughs> right. He's, Ever watched any of his, like, um, YouTube posts? No. No. Like, at first, he came out with these YouTube posts, and they seemed very much like, um, like, they were, they, they were, they were like, affirmations, and they were, like, good, to, to, like, for self-help, and it was great. And then he would, like, turn, make a left turn somewhere, and you're like, what? What, what? Like, he got all angry, or he got, you know, it just got a little bit too weird. So, to hear Tyrese, like, going off, I'm like, all right, this is Tyrese. It's just Tyrese being Tyrese. Did he make well, the left turn well, in Albuquerque? <laughs> 
I think Tyrese Gibson should should get a phone call from Terrence Howard and be like, dude, the last time I spoke up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and shout out to our new to our new um drummer who we have on site. Say hello to Gus. I, th- I thought it was the guy from the Muppet Show. <laughs> <laughs> what else he got there, Mike? Very right, nice. Finally, finally, it has been confirmed that the Disney Plus Loki series will find the God of Mischief at different points in time where he attempts to alter human history in a bad way. Oh, now, although not reach for comment, I am certain Mr. Peabody and Sherman are not pleased by his <laughs> actions. <laughs> I don't think so either. So now it's official that he's going to be all throughout time. Okay. How do we I mean, he's just going to, I mean, well, he's been alive all throughout our time. Think about it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, and it's just interesting because the minute he took the test rack, I had people telling me, no, it's not going to be that Loki that's in the series. I'm like, are you kidding me, guys? He's dead otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know. We don't know which Loki this is. Remember, I mean, this could just be what Loki had been doing all the time. Remember, he's in our mythology. Yeah. No, no. But as, esta- as established in the first movie, it's not like we're not aware of the god of mischief. In theory, so there's nothing to say that he hasn't always done this, so that therefore the events of the end game might have nothing to do with this because it's just showing his actual history. The production team going the, back through to this. I, no, no, I agree. The production team yeah. did, did confirm it though. They confirmed uh, it. Didn't that, mention that, anything in this one. That yeah, was, uh, particularly time traveling or not. Yeah, they're um, saying that it was that it was the Loki from Endgame that took the Tesseract. That that's how they explain it. I, find, yeah, I don't know. But, I, I don't know but, if it was the screenwriters but, but again, or if it was the Russos, but I'll, I'll, I'll double yeah, check. Yeah, but that on doesn't that. explain anything. The Tesseract moves through space. It's not the Time Stone. Yeah. It's a space stone. So that doesn't explain anything. That's why I'm saying it, they're just better off saying it's Loki throughout history because he has no ability to move through time. And I don't know. I mean, I mean, they they, they explain tra- time travel really weirdly, also. So you know. Well, I don't think he has any pim particles either. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all your quick news? <laughs> That's all my quick news. All right. Ralph, you got any quick news? Well, there was that one thing. What? Never mind. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now let's get to the meat and potatoes of our podcast. Let's talk about the new DC animated um, feature. Batman Hush, which wasn't on DC Universe, by the way, I was a little bit upset. Yeah, about I, was, that. I was. Yeah, but but that made, but that, that made sense because I think I think that they knew that they were going to make money off of that, so that's why they didn't put it on the DC Universe site. Money. But with the synopsis, so how, how are they going to make money off of it? They didn't release it in the theater, did they? No, but they released it on Blu-ray and streaming services and like streaming. Amazon, right? And video and because because Batman and Turtles is not on um, DC Universe either. Nope. There's certain there's certain movie like Batman. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Superman, the, the, the last Superman that they came out with. Um, Reign of the Superman. Reign of the Superman. Superman. Yeah, that one came right to you, to DC Universe. Yep. But you know what? Let's, 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 let's not delay. Let's um, give the floor to the guy who's doing the synopsis, MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Go ahead, Mike. Yay, more me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I noticed the silence. There's no other yays. <laughs> None of them matters. Oh. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> Wow, that guy really slow. <laughs> Poor Gus. Leave Gus alone. Go ahead, Mike. Is he the one-armed drummer from uh, what band? Was You're that? gonna name every drummer you know, aren't you? No, he's, it's actually Meg White. Oh my God. <laughs> All righty. Batman Hush is the 13th film in the DC animated movie universe and follows the Dark Knight as he battles a new mysterious villain named Hush. Uh, the animated film is based on the 2002 through 2003 story arc Hush in DC's Batman issues number 608 through 613. The series was written by Jeff Loeb and drawn by Jim Lee. 
Now, with some large deviations, the animated film faithfully follows its hard print original. Batman Hush has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 88%, and Metacritic does seem to not review these things anymore. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, that's beneath us. So beneath well, us. Well, we've been talking about Metacritic the past a couple of times, so it's interesting that Mike brings that up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like looking for it. I'm like, I, you really don't like animated films, do you? <laughs> Alrighty, synopsis. Following the events of the 1999 action film The Mummy starring Brendan Fraser, a bandage-wrapped villain shows up in Gotham. Coincidence? Probably. <laughs> All right. Uh, but the Batman finally puts his bat pole in the litter box while his list of rogues goes on crime sprees instigated by a villain called Hush. Everyone from Bane to Scarecrow to Superman is lining up to beat the guano out of the Dark Knight and his paramour, Catwoman. But the question remains, who is the new villain? And what is its connection to the bat? Now, I'll never tell, but riddle me this. Who hangs <laughs> by a thread? Who hangs by a thread and gets killed off in the end? Alrighty. Sorry. God. <laughs> we haven't even done the spoiler warning yet. We don't even have the spoiler warning yet. Well, we'll have it. Of course we do. Alrighty. Starring Bruce Wayne. Batman is Jason O'Mara. Jennifer Morrison is Catwoman. Jerry O'Connell is Superman. Rebecca Romaine is Lois Lane. Uh, Mari Sterling is Thomas Elliott. Rain Wilson is Lex Luthor. Sean Mayer is Nightwing. Peyton R. List as Batgirl. Bruce Thomas as James Gordon. Stuart Allen as Dwayne Wayne Robin. Sorry, Damian Wayne. Like <laughs> Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> uh, James Garrett as Alfred Pennyworth. Jeffrey Arons as uh, the Riddler and Hush. And Vanessa Williams as Amanda Waller. And why not? Jason Spisak as the Joker. Oh, Ooh. okay. So... All right, Batman Hush. But before we talk about Batman Hush, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. Billions. Warning. The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. All right. <laughs> okay, so there you go. That very interesting um, spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush. Was that Stush or Hush? <laughs> I'd rather it's stush than hush, honestly. He's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Batman Hush. Now, I'll preface it by saying I loved this miniseries when it when it was you know, when it was first came out, you know, in the comic books. How do we it, it, people are gonna know how much I like this movie. What do, what do we like about this? <laughs> so I enjoyed the animation and the action and the storyline up until where they deviated from the book which was a lot <laughs> what about you mike yeah, what which did was you a like? lot um i mean the the, the animation was fine I mean, there's nothing new that I mean, dc has found its animation niche and for their main stuff they pretty much stick with it um so it's fine it's nothing nothing to write home about so that that part was fine with um the script i was a little worried in the beginning and then I got kind of got comfortable to it. I, I wasn't a fan of the changes that they made. Um, I know it's because they're trying to make it fit into their universe and because also they're a bunch of dicks, but that's <laughs> <laughs> just my opinion about it. I, I, I like um, going with B, Mike, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, like I said, I mean, otherwise it was fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't dislike it, and I didn't say like, hey, this is like my all-time favorite DC animated. It, it, was, it was just fine. Okay. All right. Just fine. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, before I, because it's funny, somebody asked me recently, you know, Cap, you ask a lot of questions, but you don't put your opinion down. So I'll put my opinion down. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. Shush. Drop that thing. Shush, man. which rhymes with hush. Um, 
I agree with Mike that they um, DC definitely found their niche in regards to their look. Um, and I like I like their animation. I agree with Ralph I and the animation was fine. Um, their voice I like their voice acting. I like I like a lot of their choices for voice acting. And um, mm-hmm. and who's the actor that's playing Batman? Um, Jason O'Hare. He is actually this is like his what his fourth time doing Batman. Yeah, something like that probably. Yeah. So he's really I feel like he's really found himself as Batman. Like he sound not that he sounds like Kevin Conroy, but he sounds like Batman. His yeah. Bruce Wayne is different than his Batman and it, it sounds genuine. It doesn't sound like if Gilbert Godfrey was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting. For Quick Robin to the Bat <laughs> What do you mean it's not the Joker? <laughs> Wow, look at the hoo has on top of I say. Oh, man. Mitzelplex? Is that you? Oh, my God. That was, that's a good Mitzelplex idea, but go ahead, Ralph. Um, that's Mr. Just Pickalick. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Same shit. Just like Meow Meow is Mjolnir. <laughs> meow Meow. Um, so when I, when I was first watching it, it took me a while to realize that it wasn't Kevin Conroy mm-hmm. uh, playing Batman. I'm like, wait a second. This it sounds like my Kevin, but is it? Is it my Kevin? It's not. Is it my Kevin? The only Kevin we have is this Kevin. That's the only Kevin we have. Listen, Kevin Conroy was my childhood, bro. I feel you, bro. I feel you. But but you th- may I think it's Kevin, but it's not. It's O'Mara. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I mean, when we talk about positive things, I like their voice acting. The, the visually, I think it was really good. Um, I like. There the, is the a thing about the what the jokes. Been? Sorry. The, you said the quips and the jokes. Yeah, they were. Like, uh, what was it? Um, Alfred. Al- Alfred. Of course, Alfred. Has a line. It was great. Avoid blows to the head. I prefer not to buttle for the world's greatest vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> well, when Alfred's written right, he's written right, which yeah. is good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Alfred only has the job of comic relief. Like, cause I, I'm like, I don't think he cleans that house. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has other people to clean the house. <laughs> you never see anybody I mean, except for like the occasional huge gala that they throw. You might see like one server. I'm like, who the hell's working here? Like, <laughs> that poor guy just works his fingers. You know what? Bones. You know what? Nobody sees the rest of the fucking house. I bet you the rest of the house is dusty. It's the back cave <laughs> and the main bedroom and, and, and the dining room all, all gets clean. That's what has to be. It only makes sense. <laughs> He's like, uh, listen, they don't even come in here anyway, so there's no point for me to clean. Pretty much. <laughs> and the sex dungeon. And the spotless. Sex dungeon. <laughs> spotless. <laughs> they, they have UV lights to sanitize it. Oh, my God. With the UV lights. Well, the second time in a row we use that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I mean, th- those things I liked. And now let's get to the rest of this film. Because now, mind you, I o- and I'm going to put it out there. I'm always busting Mike's chops for Mike's very particular on things he doesn't like. I, we know that. We, we bust the chops on it all the time. And the, the I'm not. The cap and the tech, the top two. Yes. <laughs> no, no. Kev is the top one, then me. Kev's like, Mike don't fucking like anything. <laughs> you should have me on the show so I can like so you can do nothing uh, <laughs> no but well, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to um, bring it up is that I'm not somebody that, that believes it should be panel by panel page by page of the book but there's some things you need to keep the same and there's things about this thing that they didn't keep the same and it was for the worst yes. what were things about this uh, this movie that that either bothered you or that you felt like was a problem that really could have prevented it from that, that really prevented it from um being a better a better movie. Damian Wayne. Even if he's <laughs> even if he's not in it, just knowing he exists bothers me. Oh my god. But that's just me. He was just a cameo. He was he, he was the overprotective parent. 
And make sure to use protection. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, but but also he said, did you notice the other thing he did? He did, which was funny and disturbing because now they're actually making fun of it. What's that? What did he say? The part about the bad choices about even uh, his mother. He said, don't drink anything. Oh, oh <laughs> because right. he's a product of date rape. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? No, yeah, he said, I'm like, oh, so now we're joking about it. No, he said, cover your drink. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. Cover your drink. I'm sorry. But I'm like, so now we're making fun of date rape. Way to go, DC. You're really just lowering the bar faster than our president can. <laughs> you know? How that, low? That, that, can was, you that was really, that was really low. <laughs> How low? I didn't, even, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it that way, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Um, it, it's what's interesting. I mean, there were things that I liked about the movie, but um, what, what, was, for, Ralph, what was one of the things for you that was like, okay, this change or this particular thing prevented this movie from being a better movie? I mean, just the simple fact that um, they killed off Thomas Elliot. Yes. And then yeah. it turns out that the, the Riddler was Hush. Because in the comics, when you read it and you see that it was Batman's best friend who was Hush, like that makes more sense to me. But then well, just to see. In, in, in the movie, they still kept that Thomas Elliot at least portrayed Hush. It's just, just like in the movie, I mean, just like in the story, the Riddler was behind everything. Right. Yeah, but you don't see one scene where Thomas Elliot is Hush. They don't even make reference that he was, uh, like, acting They just killed him off. They just yeah. kind of led you to believe he could yeah, be Hush, and all of a sudden he falls. Say, yeah, they did use that kind of allegedly. That is true. That but is true. but in, in a way, I kind of like that because I was like, all the readers, all, all us geeks who know the story, are like, and here's Thomas Elliot. Oh, and he comes out, and he's dead. What the fuck? Yeah, so I, now I'm like, well, then who's it really? So I like, I did like that. It had me wondering, thinking like, oh, maybe Thomas uh, faked his death, and that's like a body double or something, you know? Well, if you, if you remember the story, that's exactly what happened, and that's all that they can still do. Because um, we don't know how much examination that they did, uh, because in the comic, remember, uh, Thomas Elliot does die. Right. And then it's turned out that that was really Clayface pretending to be the corpse of Thomas Elliot, which right. is what I was expecting to have happened here. Um, and they still could always go back and say, like, you know, in the, in the next movie where it's Hush is revealed to be the villain that's been in the shadows all this time to be like, I didn't really die. It was Clayface pretending to be me, you know, because we don't know if there was an actual autopsy or whatnot. Right. You know, um, but I didn't like that um, either. It's not so much that things had to be faithful. It's just that Hush, I won't say Hush is not that interesting of a character to me. I mean, it just sounds like. Uh, he just sounds like anti-Bruce Wayne, which is really all he is. Because yeah. even in the comics, he went as far uh, in, the, in, the la- in, in this last decade even to have plastic surgery that I believe he did himself just leave that where that lies. <laughs> <laughs> he, I believe he did plastic surgery to himself, so now he's identical to Bruce, to Bruce Wayne. So he even took over his life during that time when uh, Bruce was gone. Wow. And tried to, and tried to create havoc that way. So... I just don't find him a very interesting character, but nonetheless, I, I didn't like that change that they made. I, I think don't, they thought it was for the better. I didn't find it for the better. I don't find the, 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 the character all that interesting, but the story was great. And now, mind you... My, my oh, yeah, no, no. Hush's story is fine. I'm talking about the character to be living afterwards. Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with him not being there because I don't find him to be that interesting of a character. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when Hush first came out, and, and now, mind you, 
part of it is because Jim Lee did the art. Part of it was because, um, you know, Jeff Jim Lee Lope. did the art. And part of it was because Jim Lee did the art. And part of it was Jim Lee's. <laughs> not, no, no, Because, you know, I didn't have. Jim, Jim, he's your biggest fan. Whenever you visit, wear loose boxes. Time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> Shout out to Jim Lee. It was his birthday yesterday. Yesterday was. Um, and he even knows his birthday. He I didn't even know our text. Dude, my boy Jim Palmiotti hit me up. Shout That's out to Jim Palmiotti. Okay. See, now I'm name Jack, dropping. You got I'm anything like, to say about that? Yeah, I, I was really hurt that he didn't know the numbers to my birthday. Oh, here we go. That's off yeah. the podcast. I was crying for who, at least who, a good hour. Who associates the numbers that, that, uh, on somebody? Never mind. We're not going into this right now. All right. <laughs> um, fucking and Mike and Ralph. color is what? Yeah. <laughs> Fuchsia. <laughs> tisk, tisk, tap, tisk. All right. Anyway, um, I agree with the, with the Thomas Elliott, you know, that, that, that he wasn't hush. And I agree with Mike that you know Hush as a character after this series, he 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 should been he should have been a one off, but he should have always been a one off. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of other like. Did you feel like um, the Batman Catwoman storyline was taken right out of Tom King's run? It. I mean, I haven't read that run. I just felt like that's where they're leading to next. Um, I'm glad it kind of broke off because I'm like I really don't want to see the faux engagement wedding of Batman and Catwoman. You know, the, the storyline didn't interest me enough to pick up the comic book. I certainly didn't want to see it now. I was very surprised that, that when they pushed that story to the forefront about them being like the tag team, I'm like, we're doing this, really? <laughs> and, and I guess yeah. because I, I read Hush, I was just kind of like, I don't see why we're doing this. Because they needed yeah. something to fill up the time so that you don't have just a quick story. Oh, the same thing like well, Killing Joke. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, they the could have had... Yeah, they could have had that girl rape Batman again. That would have you know, <laughs> sparked the story along. Spoilers. <laughs> Batman, it's Barbara. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Get your ass over here! <laughs> what, what were you going to say, Ralph? Um, well, I didn't understand. Like At the end, when, uh, when Catwoman makes the decision to save Batman by killing Riddler and cutting the rope, and so Batman seemed cool with the fact that she just killed him. No. He, he was like, he was like willing to stay with her despite the fact that she killed uh, Riddler and was yeah, against that, his code. That, that was kind of implied in that. I was like, really? I, I didn't get that. Yeah, I, I got that's that. That's what it seemed I like. I got that he was okay because he thought, okay, you were doing it to save my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, know, not that necessarily you did it to kill Riddler. You did it because no, no, it was just, either him or me. I'm going to save my man. And then when she was like, well, you should have fucking killed Riddler, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, no, no, but I understand that. But the simple fact that Batman was okay with her killing someone else, which which goes against his code, Mm -hmm. right? And was still willing to be with her. But then she's like, oh, no, I can't be with you because you have this code and you're never going to change. You're probably going to end up killing yourself. Women. I got I, uh, okay. Let's read between the lines. She's saying that she can't be with them because of his code of not killing people. We all know what that means. Small dick. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say where it is, everybody. We know, ladies out there, you hear me, right? <laughs> what were you gonna press, Ralph? Were you gonna press the gong? <laughs> no, I was gonna do this. Ah, Gus. There we go, Gus. <laughs> I just honestly, I just thought that her reasoning just didn't seem as right. Like anybody would still be happy. That you just committed something that's pretty bad. I mean, it's a mortal sin. And the person's like, I understand why you did it. I still want to be with you. But she's like, no, because 
you have morals. I can't be with you. Yeah, but I, I think I think that for me, I looked at it as not that he was totally okay with it, but he was like, okay, you know, it's one of those things where, like, like when Damien killed killed somebody, he's like, oh shit, you know, like he like, killed three people that we we're aware of. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike knows the fucking body count. Like he's, he's keeping the count. He he has a file like one of those people investigating them. He's connecting the dots with the yarn and everything. Yeah. The yarn. We're, we're not even talking about like the random League of Assassins people he's killed. We're just talking about flat out in the in the comic book uh, canon. But that's the other thing too. Even in the comic book canon, now I mean, granted, they'll probably you know anyone can argue rebirth and all the freaking other continuity changes that they've made. So she's never done it. But Catwoman herself has killed I think about three people. And that's why, I mean, and I think Batman's at least aware of one of them. And so I'm like, why would he ever marry this woman? Like, and and the fact that he doesn't arrest her. It's like, so what is exactly your, remember I was saying in the the apartment of like, who's one of the worst heroes in DC? Batman. (laughs) (laughs) He's horrible. He's the worst at protecting his city, you know? Um, Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of that romance, but that's digressing off of that part. I, I, I was just really upset that they brought that to the forefront. That they, they yeah, no, it, it wasn't needed. Um, it was just like, what, is everyone still assuming Batman's gay because he hangs around all these little boys? I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> you know. We don't know if that's the reason why you pressed on that issue. He's but, not um, gay, yeah, it, he's it, just it, saving himself. <laughs> saving myself for a criminal killer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. Because it wasn't, also, it wasn't an interesting love story. You know, it, it, it was about as hot and steamy as I don't know, Trump and Melania. I don't know. <laughs> You're just all over Orange 45 today. That is. Yeah, really. Agent, Agent 45? Agent 45, right? <laughs> Trump and Melania is like Arctic cold. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I just didn't feel it. And it felt, it felt just like what it was. It felt like a plot device just to move the story along. Mm. And yeah. I will say and that also, I felt yeah, they had sorry, chemistry. Yeah. I felt like the, the 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 two voice actors did have chemistry, but I did feel the the story was forced and it was put in a place where you could, they could have wrote something else to make Hush, you know, much yeah. more um, adaptable from the book to the yeah. to the to the comic. You know, and also it also remind me. I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. I could see Jennifer Morrison as a uh, like um, live action Catwoman. Okay. She she has that look. <laughs> Michael, like, I guess. <laughs> I I don't know what she looks like offhand. Um, you, I don't you ever her. seen House? Yeah, not enough to remember the characters. Oh, she was the female doctor. Oh. Oh, okay. Cap, okay. um, uh, uh, correct me on this one since you just said you read uh, Hush again much more recently. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't like the way everyone was so blase about it in the uh, in the animated. Didn't didn't Dick Grayson have a problem with the fact he's like you revealed that you were Bruce Wayne and you mm-hmm. didn't consult me yes. because that that's a logical right down the line of everyone else's secret identity and yeah and I did not like the blase like oh it's about time I'm like no well he <laughs> Dick <laughs> told him he Dick told him he's like listen if you're gonna go any further you gotta tell her who you really are right but I'm saying that's yeah but he's saying he's saying the, 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 the in the book oh. he's pissed because it's like. I mean, great that you're get, you're in a, you're getting your 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 bat balls off, but it's like <laughs> that's all of our identity, and that's not even just Dick. It's like everybody that's ever been associated with Batman is kind of like easy one on one. Like, oh yeah, you're always hanging around Gordon's daughter too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Ralph, I'm going to tell you a story about that later. What? what? About uh, you, just remind me. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, now how do we feel about? Um, Okay, we talked about the fact that, you know, Hush ended up being the Riddler. 
how do we feel about that? Like, like the fact that they took another rogue and made him, you know, the main villain disguised himself as another rogue. How do we feel about that? Fine. I mean, like, you know, I mean, it, it's not disgraceful since they decided to get rid of the character, or at least seemingly get rid of the character. Fine. I just didn't like. Uh, I mean, it was the same thing. I wasn't a big fan of it, even in the uh, the comic when it's like his revelation, like, "Well, I was in the Lazarus pit, and that's when it hit me." And I'm like, it "Really, shouldn't have taken you that long." <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, resurrection shouldn't have been needed to realize that Bruce Wayne and Batman were the same character. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're um, never in the same room at the same time. I mean, come on, it's so I'm, easy. I'm never in the same room with Batman either. And well, I've said too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, everyone knows that you're Black Doom, not Batman. Come there on, there you go. I can't be more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my universe. <laughs> the Riddler's already proved you can be more than one character. Bo- um, both bad. <laughs> <laughs> both bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I thought in the storyline it was nice uh, that the Riddler finally at least had a purpose in the Bat world. Um, even though then, like, even in the comics, didn't he somehow? Yeah, in the comics, he. Something happens and he forgets. Shoot, I, I can't Not, remember. Not in Hush itself, but it's something down the line. Something happens to Riddler, and then he forgets, and you're like, oh, that was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, because when I think about Riddler, I think he's the second lamest, um, actually the third lamest Bat villain of the major ones. Oh, I'm like, really? Because <laughs> he's got a whole list of... Because, <laughs> is he? I mean, we talked <laughs> about Penguin. How, not... how You think he's as lame as Kite Man? <laughs> well, that's the major well, one. I adapted. I I like, or Condiment King or, or Egg. Yeah, I know. You're right. You're right. Tweedledee, Tweedledum. We could do all the lame ones. Hey. What I'm saying, out of the major and he ones. he still can't really control them. That's how bad of a hero he is. Hey, listen. Kite Man wasn't all that bad. He gave us Plastic Man. Kite Man? Yeah, because Plastic Man was uh, a Kite henchman Man. Yeah, that's right. for Kite Man. Oh, that's right. And then he that. had the accident, and then that's when he gained his powers. That's true. Sure, and we love us some Plastic Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plastic actually, Man all day. You know, well, they're, tr- they're trying to make him more badass over the years. I mean, it's not anything recent, but they have been trying to make Plastic Man more badass as time has gone on. Yeah, but it's, that look, you could never get away on that look. There's no, red leotard the with look. the goofy glasses. and it, yeah. it, it, it's leaving the way it is, he could almost be like Deadpool. Listen, that... With uh, the humor and, and, and that, 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 that about Deadpool, not the never dying one. The Plastic Man cartoon growing up, I used to watch it, and I used to love it. I thought it was hilarious, and especially the episodes with the plastic baby. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I, I, I can see what shaped your jokes. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Every time Ralph tells a bad joke, we should go, ah, oh, plastic man. <laughs> hey. Really under our breath, too. Like, oh, well, Tom Cass and plastic man. <laughs> listen. I, I'm, I'm listening. I'm waiting for something listen. funny. Listen. Listen, okay. <laughs> Don't you mess with my child. Oh, man. hush. <laughs> oh, look, you brought her back around. Oh, wow. Nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, Riddler being hush, fine enough. I, I just thought it was just weird that, well, let's see, how are we going to get rid of the Riddler knowing Batman's secret? Well, we could always kill him. You mean shoot him? No. How about something more dramatic? We're going to smelt him. <laughs> Gonna smelt him. Oh yeah, that's what you call it when you when you yeah. burn down metal. Smelting. Smelting. And all, and and also by the time he was burning, something smelt funny. Ah, <laughs> uh. good job, Gus. Wow, you're on it better than Ralph is. That's awesome. Well, it's because you actually pay him. That that's what she said. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate guts. <laughs> um, how do we feel about Lex Luthor being added to the mix on this? Oh, don't even get me started. I was waiting for that. <laughs> there, was, okay. there was no reason for him to be there. That's my point. Well, <laughs> no reason. But remember, remember though. I mean, no. I mean, was there a reason? No. But what they're trying to do is remind you that in their remember their enemy in their universe universe. He helped save the people during the reign of Superman, so now he's a good guy, and he's part of the Justice League. I'm like, fuck you all. But that, that but that stuff all. from that stuff from from the what do you call it? That stuff from um, the DC run now, like like about a year and change well, no, ago. But that, I don't think he's current because now he's he's back with the Legion. Of no, he, no, he's back with the Legion. But, no, he's back with the Legion. Yeah. But no, but I say maybe about a year ago they had him. Yeah. As part of the league, yeah. and that was just as dumb as whatever. It's like, oh yeah. Our greatest villain now has all of our secrets and probably knows a lot more of our secret identity. What the fuck is wrong with you, DC? <laughs> Wait a minute, Ralph. Being clever. <laughs> Wait a minute, Ralph. Aren't you a Lex fan? You didn't clap and like get all excited and nipples all hard when that happened? No, because there was honestly no point for him to be in this movie. No point no. whatsoever. None. <laughs> it, it, it was just as if like they had. They were like, ah, we're under contract to use this guy one more time. Oh shit! Like the voice actor. They're like, I didn't like him. Just, just put him in that scene. <laughs> just as legal as me let's put it to a vote Lex no okay there we go cut <laughs> oh yeah no I agree he had no purpose in the film other than to be snarky so so what we're so it's funny because we're, we're, we're kind of getting ready to start talking about ratings and renaming the thing but it sounds like we both we all three felt the same way about this movie it was not not as good as the name is said it's supposed to be it's almost like they're luring us in with the name. That's what. That's the thing about DC anime that drives me crazy. Yes, South Carolina. I'm about to go on a rant now. Uh, <laughs> DC animated. If you call it anything else, call it anything else, and don't base it off of a a, a, um, a comic version. That's fine, but don't call it the comic version and then change it so vastly. Are, are you seriously going to say what I've been saying about Marvel's movies? <laughs> <laughs> Not too. Yeah, yeah, but Marvel. How, how was Civil War? Nothing like the comic book. <laughs> yeah, but they at least they were at least fighting about the accord. They weren't fighting about anything else. <laughs> and, yeah. and they were and, and and in the end, Cap fought Iron Man instead of Batman saying, "I'm gonna fight Hush, who's Riddler." <laughs> now, mind you, there's some people that were mad over the um, Clayface stuff, and I'm like, "No, you couldn't you couldn't do that because it doesn't mean anything." Yeah. I will like, say what this. Do the, what do you mean the Clayface stuff? Uh, when um, when Clayface uh, pretends to be uh, Riddler. In the prison, but in the comic book, he because Riddler's like uh, controlling him, right? right. In the comics, it's he pretends to be he, Thomas Elliot. No, he gets killed. No, 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 he does, no, he does pretend to be Thomas Elliot's no, body. Besides but that, he pretends to be uh, Jason Todd. Yeah. Yes, and this is before Jason Todd actually came back. This is the first time, out of all those years, they hinted at Jason Todd being alive, oh. and that, that was a major moment in that in that series. That he was he almost freaked out. He's there in the graveyard, and here comes. Um, a Jason Todd lookalike with this gray streak in his hair and he's got this red mask and Batman has no dude himself. I mean, yeah, that was an awesome moment, but there's no way for this story and for the way this universe is breaking down that it would work. That's one thing I'm glad they didn't add. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think in this universe, isn't there already a Red Hood or is, is that not part of their... I don't know. I'm confused with all we've their had shit. Red Hood, we've had Red Hood in a Batman story. I just don't know if it's part of their... I don't know if it's part now. of the universe. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think so. it's like the latest ones. Yeah, I don't but of course, yeah. But of course, let me also just go back to the comic book where you're like, oh yeah. So I mean, it was clever. It really was very clever in the comic because um, they took. Well, actually, we assumed that they took Jason's body because he's like, remember, he's like, what did you do with the body? And he's yes. like, there was no, there was no body. Um, but then it's also the 
Well, then how did Clayface manage to look exactly like Jason Todd ended up looking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. He just took We've some creative freedom. Him. <laughs> yeah, we've never seen him. And by the way, Jason died as a teenager. Why does he look like a 30-year-old man? <laughs> well, so um, what people don't really know about Clayface, he actually, one of his other powers is prophecy. Ah. So he actually used his prophetic powers to look to see what Jason Todd would look like. And, what, and thank you for another edition of Ralph Explains It All. It is actually true because every time Clayface wakes up in the morning, he's like, I'm going to look like shit in this mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. Yeah. Every single time. Every single time. So, so uh, before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. I want to say that I really enjoyed that final fight scene because normally Batman is quiet and reserved when he's fighting his villains and he lets the villains do all the talking and it makes them angrier. But in this one, he actually taunted the Riddler. And he was like, huh, really? Uh, you, th- you thought that taking up a different persona was going to like make you better? You're still the same person selling riddles that even a fifth grader can solve. And that's like a dig back to the, the, the that game show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? <laughs> yeah. No, it was true. That, that, that actually was kind of cool. But it was, it was, But it was also like off Batman, though. But nonetheless, it was enjoyable in its own way. Well, I, I, I can see Batman possibly using that strategy because, like, okay, well, you know, he's it's, it's he's unhinged, and you know, it's it, you know, he's narcissistic and egotistical, so therefore, that might drive him to be, you know, more. But but by this time, by that time, the the, the movie, I was like, and I'm done. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to like? I mean, it, it, visually, it's good, but just story wise, it just ticked me off. You know what that scene uh, reminded me a little bit of of uh, uh, Batman Beyond. The, the movie with uh, where the Joker returns. You mean Return, Return, Return of the Joker? Joker? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not that one. The one where he returns. Ah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The Return of the Joker. That's the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. God. So, so the final scene when he's uh, when uh, when Terry's fighting uh, the Joker, quote unquote, um, he, he goes, oh, that's right. Batman never talked to you. So then he starts like mocking him and stuff. And that's it reminded me of that. Okay. Uh, interesting okay. callback. Yeah. All right, so let's go. Anybody want to mention anything before I go to renaming the movie? Uh, no. All right. All right, rename the movie. Ralph, you go first. Batman, hush your mouth. This was not that as good as this. Oh, God. <laughs> That's the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll go next. Hush, not to be mistaken for a really good Batman series. <laughs> That's obviously in parentheses. <laughs> Man, you, you really love Hush. <laughs> I was really um, I name it, he's a bad, shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Hush. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, Riddler. <laughs> All right, ratings for Hush. Ralph. I give Hush a six. I don't want to be... Uh, butler to the world's greatest vegetable out of 10. Nice. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so an Alfred quote. Nice. Well, I'm going to go with... I mean, he was like one of the best things about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm going to go with um, a, a similar uh, quote. I'm going to go with four, don't forget the tuck and roll out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and Great her, advice to Batgirl. Her response is, it's kind of messed up. You guys have a plan for this. <laughs> Mike? Uh, like I said, I mean, i not a fan, but I mean, I didn't dislike it as much as it seemed like you guys did, but I give it a seven bat condoms out of 10. Seven? Oh, my God. <laughs> I give it a seven, yeah. Like I said, it's pretty much standard fare for them. And, you know, and for those that have never read Hush, 
The story's just gonna kind of flow. Yeah. Yeah. And this story's gonna kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Batman Hush. Um, pretty disappointed, but still check it out for yourself. Visually, it's great if you turn the volume off. It'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. Now we're more, Alfred. All right. Is, is, that, is that the only thing about that movie we liked, Alfred? Or you mean you liked? Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> all right, guys. So you know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. And we've only made it once under a minute. We're going to try for it again. Um, Ralph, do you have your timer on? Or, you yeah. know, all right. Mike, you ready? I am so ready. I can't stand it. Who are you? <laughs> I, I was waiting for that. <laughs> ready, set, go. Which Nightwing costume is your favorite? Black and blue, black and red, or the original first costume by George Perez? Mike. The original by Perez. Something about the lesbian collar and Liberace embellishments that strikes fear in the heart of fashionista. <laughs> Ralph. Uh, I'm not going with disco uh, Nightwing like uh, Mike there. The black and blue is the classic for me. All right. Aside from the Joker, which Bat villain would you request to not room with if you were thrown in Arkham? Ralph. Obviously, Killer Croc. That dude smells like Creole hell. Yeah, you'd be worried about you're not worried about him eating you. <laughs> not really, Mike. He, he should be more worried about me eating him oh, and turning God. him into like Damn. another handbag. Ew, that's unsexual, Mike. <laughs> uh, the Ten-Eyed Man. Just thinking about what he sees every time he wipes his ass freaks me out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Which series goes off the air first, Supernatural or The Flash, Mike? Supernatural. This upcoming season is the last one. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Ralph? Oh, the time is up. Damn it. All right. So, um, Ralph? Uh, well, obviously, The Flash, because ain't no one going to kill Supernatural. They're going to be like, Ooh. this last season was so great, we're going to give you 20 more. <laughs> and then Jared Padalecki and Jensen Eccles are going to be like, fuck no. <laughs> We want to go on with the rest of our lives, which now they can't. It so. never ends. And then the guy who plays uh, God is going to be like, this is my world. Because, you know, he's the, the writing director, right? The guy who plays God? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That, that, that was, <laughs> quite literal. Um, which superhero or villain would you love to be their apprentice? Ralph. Um, Batman, obviously. I mean, come on. Not obviously. You can talk about plastic, man. You're like, you love him. Yeah, I love him as like a friend, you know, but. You know, if I had a choice, Batman. You know, he'd be, he 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 wouldn't stand your freaking like riding the fence bullshit, right? Hmm? Oh no, that was okay. No, 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 leave that alone. He wouldn't fall for that. Catwoman, push him in that hot <laughs> molten lead. <laughs> okay, Mike. I still love you, baby. I still love you, <laughs> Mike. 
Uh, Doctor Doom, come on. Technology, time travel, sorcery, sucking my own dick on the regular? <laughs> this guy <laughs> can do it all. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Mike. So in order to suck your own dick, you have to dislocate your vertebrae from it's, your back. It's not literal. Him is just like, I'm the best all the time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one better. And then you'll come in. <clears throat> okay, Black Doom, you're okay. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so any shout-outs? Ralph, any shout-outs? I'd like to shout-out all you people who are listening and downloading and commenting and emailing us and being involved in this process that which we do agreed agreed I, um i'll say what i was gonna say in a second mike for once ralph said something intelligent it wasn't on the air though um <laughs> i know i can't i can't you know remove the mystique of my stupidity on the air you know uh, mystique of my stupidity you're you're just different <laughs> thank different. you like blue parking different like that's what my mom says different. Uh, no, shouting out to everybody that's listening. We really appreciate it. I really do. Um, but, you know, be more vocal. Let us know what you think. Yes, I won't piggyback on that because I've noticed we've had a couple of people that, that have liked our stuff on um, SoundCloud. Yes. And I'm like, okay, you like our stuff? Let us know what's going on. Let us yeah. know what, what you like. So this way we can kind of, you know, bring the content that, you know, that you would enjoy as well. Plus, yeah. we want to hear also, from you. Yeah, and also, if you're in another country besides the U.S. and you're listening to us, let us know. I want to know how far we're getting out there. Absolutely. The, 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 the farther away, the better. I really want to know that, that we're shaping lives and warping <laughs> minds all over the planet. Oh, yeah. I actually had a, an Inuit Eskimo send me a message. And then what? I woke up. It was a dream. Oh, God. And he probably started saying, don't call me an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> well, our favorite Swede dropped the line, um, Johannes. Ooh, yeah, he, have to say? he was telling me because he had heard the last couple of episodes. He was, he's been working on his album um, back in Sweden. And he's, he was telling An album? Yes. He's I'll, trying I'll, to go triple platinum? I'll tell you about it outside the podcast. But wow. yeah, yeah, so he was telling me that he's been busy with that. But he kind of caught up on all our, on all of our um Episodes and he goes, Tell Mike I'm alive, I'm just working. Da, 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 da. I was like, I oh. want to know if he's touring with the Stones now. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> or, or at least share. Oh, is it me or I mean, all, 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 the same age. all of Mike's musical references are so dated? Yes, the Stones, share, wait for him to say They're the all BGs, <laughs> oh, I'm Casey sorry. and the Sunshine Justin Band, Bieber because he's going to be around for the next 50 years. He's been around hey, for 10. Hey, <laughs> hey Mike, I can't. I, I hear the Beatles are having a reunion tour. They've brought John uh, Lennon back from the dead. And George Harrison? Oh, yeah. That's why George nice. Harrison's gone, too. Oh, my God. And Ringo Starr? Oh, he's not there. <laughs> Leave Ringo alone. You know, people just shit on Ringo. Everybody does. <laughs> well, I'm not going to shit on this any longer, so I'm going to bring this podcast to a close. So, for MFG Mike, the finance guy, and R2 Square, Rob the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And if you ever do a podcast... Make sure you bring your soundboard. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> <It's true. laughs>